It's not just about giving a man a fish. It's about teaching a man to fish. And once the man knows how to fish, he has an unspoken aura. Something changes about him that makes that money much more valuable. It's detectable. And it's detectable. Being a rich dork who just found some money on a crypto pump is not a life worth living. You need to make that money because as you make that money, you learn everything about negotiation, networking. You learn anything about stress and hard work and determination. And it is those things that is going to change your soul and forge you into a man which is respected by your peers and also respected by the females that you're trying to attract. And they, they're going to look at you in a way where they're going to know, ah, I can actually trust this man. He didn't find this money. He didn't get this money lucky. He earned it. He's the kind of man who never fails and never loses. And that's why it's so important that you earn money. Even if I could give you all a million dollars right now, I wouldn't do it. It wouldn't be good for you. It would be detrimental for you. Most of you are not ready for wealth. You have to go out there and earn it yourselves. Being average is not acceptable at, at all. It's not acceptable anymore. And it's not, it's not acceptable in the sexual marketplace, but it's also just not acceptable, I don't think, even in life anymore. Period. You have to diversify now so much to even protect yourself. The idea that you can just could be a law-abiding citizen in a country and just work your job and be okay is gone. It's gone. If COVID doesn't prove that, I don't know what will. Yeah. Look at my situation. You have to diversify. You have to be smart enough that you have assets and friends and, and, and capability and, and lawyers and whatever all over the world now. That's the only way to protect yourself. You can't just sit within jur one jurisdiction and go, oh, well, but I don't speed, so it's going to be okay. I don't think it is. I think it's coming to a point where it's not going to be okay. And AI is going to make it harder and harder again for those average men. It's going to be harder and harder. I don't think the exceptional men are ever going to suffer from AI. I think we're going to use AI. So many men say, I want to be the man, but they don't want to suffer. They don't want to fight. And I don't understand why, because even if you look at a superhero movie, they tell you, even in superhero movies, they make it very clear. Batman's parents die. That's why he's Batman. All the bad things have to happen. There's no way to get there without the bad things. I get so many emails from people complaining about their bad things. And I, I don't have time to reply to any of them, but if I could, I'd say, good. Good luck, congratulations, off you go. Of course you broke your heart. Of course you're sad, of course you miss her. She's with me now. That's life, that's part of it. That's the only way you're gonna get to that level of resilience. You can't become the man any other way. Manhood is exceptionally hard and life is hard but how you shape yourself will determine how hard it is for you and how miserable it will be. I've said this many times in many different iterations on different podcasts, but I want to repeat it again. As a man, there is no easy life. If you're looking for an easy life, you should have been a girl. You made a mistake. Your life is not about being easy. Your life is not about being happy. Your life is always going to be difficult. All of the pain you feel, all of the sadness you feel, you're supposed to feel as a man, and you have two effective binary choices. You either go through the suffering and go through the trauma and go through the hardship it takes to be a man of value, or you suffer eternity as a nobody. And being invisible, I would argue, is almost worse. You can have a very stress-free life if you work in Starbucks, you don't care about the Starbucks once you clock off, you're not at work at the time, you go home, you play video games, and you exist until you die. That's stress-free, but you have to suffer being a nobody. Alternatively, you can go out there into the world, try and implement your mark on the world, work hard, try to get rich, more money, more problems. You can try and start a business, the stress of that. You can lose your girlfriend because all you're doing is working. This is a new level of stress, a new level of trauma, but at least you'll be a somebody at the end of it. There's two ways to suffer. You either suffer to become a somebody, or you suffer as a perpetual and forever nobody. This is what amazes me when men go, I struggle with motivation. How can you struggle with motivation in the modern world? Are you asking to just lose? 
Are you asking to just be erased from humanity? Yep. Are you asking to be invisible? How can you be an 18 year old man and say, I don't have the motivation to train as hard as possible and get as rich as possible? You are born to lose if you don't have motivation at 18. In the modern world, as competitive as it is, all those girls, those 18 year old girls you go to school with are talking to some 28 year old man on a, with a yacht somehow. And you're sitting there lonely and you don't have motivation? You must be out of your mind. The only way to win this game is to become as powerful as possible. It's difficult and it's getting harder and harder. And this is why I teach the things I teach to men. You can't just be Joe Schmo and win anymore. That, those days are over. You have to be something else. This is how life works. There's no way to the top besides the difficulty and the pain and the trauma. I say, I, 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 I'm really flabbergasted that there's men out here who still believe they're gonna somehow become something of importance without it. Of course she broke your heart. Good, good, good. Good. I'm tired of people complaining and crying about it. That's the game. That's the life. Emotions are extremely important. I don't like that a lot of men are out here saying, don't feel emotions. No, feel emotions, be stoic, control them, master. but master them. But you're a human. And as a human, you need to have some degree of emotionality about you. And women will respect you if you have a range of emotions that they can detect, that they know are used in the right way, at the right capability that you can control, that allow you to be the most competitive version of yourself. It's amazing how what goes around comes around. It's truly amazing. If you're good to people, if you're generous to people, if you're helpful to people, you'd be amazed how much influence you can build up. I say this to people all the time. I don't think if you're a hardworking person who is honest, who shakes hands, who tries to learn, who does what they're supposed to do, who has a good heart, that you're truly, really not gonna be able to get what you want. I think the universe is absolutely and utterly giving. When I see somebody who says they want something and they don't have it, I don't even think they truly even want it. You can have anything you want in the world. When a guy goes, I want a six pack, then why ain't you got one? If you wanted it, you'd have it. You'd like it. There's a bunch of things I'd like that I don't have, but I don't want them. Everything I've ever wanted, I've got. I've never wanted something and not had it. We all know what we're talking about here. There's things we'd like. I'd like to be able to figure skate. Not enough to go learn to figure skate. Ego is extremely important. It's either a superpower or it's your detriment. If you have an ego that you work hard to justify, then it is a superpower. If you're egotistical and say, I deserve the best possible version of humanity and I want people to respect me, so I'm gonna live a life and do things that make it impossible to disrespect me. I'm gonna get in the cage and I'm gonna win all my fights and I'm gonna work hard and drive the best car and I have a nice big apartment and I'm gonna have important friends that allow me to do very important things and I'm gonna live a life of freedom because I believe I deserve that. That is a healthy ego which can help any man on earth. If you have an ego without those justifications, mm. an ego you don't want to justify or have never justified and believe you're just special just because you have YouTube followers that's, or you have a big mouth, that's toxic masculinity. Absolutely. That's toxic. The world is hyper-competitive. Every single thing in the world is competition. I don't think people realize I'm a hyper-competitive person because I understand that every single thing I want, somebody else wants. The girl I want, other people want. The car I want, other people want. The house I want, other people want. The lifestyle, the jet. Every single thing you want, somebody else wants. It's a massive competition. As a man, you have two choices. You either accept that as a massive competition and try and play the game, or you just try and pretend it's not a competition and live in perpetual failure. You have to wake up and say, you know what, I am the man. I'm gonna show everyone. And then how do you show everybody you're the man? You make the brave choice. What did I say earlier about bravery? How it radiates on you, how it can be seen in your eyes. That is how you have an ego which is helpful to your life. And that's how you have an ego which actually genuinely exudes confidence as opposed to exuding insecurity. First things first, you need to be worthy of respect. And you're gonna be worthy of respect through having things which are difficult to acquire. So first things first, the basic things, you need to be very focused on trying to make money because people listen to you when you have money. They just do. Secondly, you need to be in fantastic physical condition 
because when you're in fantastic physical condition, it cannot be bought. It must be earned, and people know that. When you're in, I mean, I don't know about you. If someone walked in to sell me something and they were obese, I would not trust them the same as if they were in fantastic physical shape. Because I'd say, I don't think you have dedication and heart. I don't think there's something about you that I just wouldn't trust you the same. So fantastic physical condition and money is, is the first thing. The second thing, whatever your ideas are, you need to learn how to communicate them. Speaking is a superpower in and of itself. You need to become a fantastic communicator. You need to be comfortable in all realms of communication. You need to be persuasive. You need to be comfortable arguing. You need to be good at debating. There's a lot of people out there in the world who have ideas that they can't even project into somebody else's mind. How are you going to rule the world with that? How are you going to get your ideas out there and make an influence if you can't make other people understand exactly what you think? That's the first thing. Second thing, once they understand exactly what you think, you need to make them agree with what you think. These are two different skills. Must be practiced and must be learned. If you're 20 years old and you want to change the world, you need to be having endless debates. Endless. Without resorting to name calling. Not on Twitter like a dummy. In person. And you need to come across in a way that people agree with you. You can catch more flies with honey than, than hurting people sometimes. So you need to be good at everything. You need to have a Swiss army knife of tools. I know when to be intimidating or aggressive. I know when to come across as obtuse. I know when to come across as exceptionally open-minded and easy to understand. I know when to come across as understanding. I know all these things. This all has to be practiced. And a lot of it is, yeah, communication. I would say, you're going to say to a 20-year-old who's truly exceptionally driven, I'd say you need to become a master communicator. Because once you can do that, you can do anything. And that fixes all the other problems, right? You talk about making money. If you're a master communicator, you do fantastic yeah. in sales. Yeah. You'll kill sales. Yeah. You'll absolutely destroy sales if you're a master communicator. Another thing that's really important I want to talk about it is that men need to have respect for women's emotional needs. Because we talk about provide and protect for them, but women are emotional creatures and sometimes they're going to get upset. Yeah, providing is more than just financial. Sometimes they're going to cry. Sometimes they're going to be illogical. Sometimes they're going to be sad. Sometimes they're going to call you and they're going to give you a headache. And you need to be man enough to deal with that and make her feel better. And you need to be stoic enough to not get annoyed by it and just be the rock she wants. The difference between men and women is if I call Tristan with a problem, we start talking about the solution. If a woman calls you with a problem, they don't often want to talk about the solution. They want to complain about the problem first. Yeah. That's the reality of it. So let them complain. Don't get upset about it. Don't scream about it. Don't cry about it. You need to be stoic enough, even though you're busy dealing with your entire empire and you have so much going on. You don't understand why she's calling you over some tiny little issue. You need to be a man enough to make her feel emotionally secure. Women's emotionality cannot be ignored. Because I'll tell you something that's really interesting about men. We're super hypocritical. We complain when a woman acts crazy, right? But as soon as she doesn't care anymore, we're messaging her, why don't you care? Why don't you love me? Then we want her to be crazy Talking again. Talking shit to your friends like, oh, she's got borderline personality disorder. No, you're just a loser. Completely. So women are going to be crazy when they love you. And as soon as they don't love you, they're going to stop being crazy completely. And then you're going to wonder why she doesn't give a shit at all. So you're going to have to be able to provide a degree of emotional security and emotional safety net. And you do that being stoic enough to understand her moods and deal with her emotional needs without fighting with her all of the time. You don't have to take it so personal. As a man, you have to be accountable for absolutely everything. Every single thing that happens is your fault. I didn't go to jail because of Romania. I went to, when I was in jail, it was my fault. I, even though I don't believe it was just, even though I do not believe it was fair, even though I know I am innocent, it is my fault. Because I didn't have to become so influential. I did it. But it's also, it's also my fault when I'm on the jet and, and living my perfect life. I did that. I did the good, I did the bad. You made her leave you. You did. Whether you like it or not, you are the reason she became so cold. You are the reason she doesn't listen anymore. You are the reason she's so arrogant all 100%. of a sudden. You are. You may not have identified why yet, yep. but if you identify why, then you get into your next relationship 
healed and understanding what you did wrong and learn from it. That's what you have to do. But most of these yeah, men don't that. want the self-accountability. I love that. And they want to blame the women. Yep. You have to blame yourself. You must do what's right because it is your duty and for that alone. Not because you benefit from it, not because you gain from it, because it is your duty. Mm -hmm. Tristan and I do many things to our detriment, like talk on the internet. We don't need money. We don't need to help you. We don't need to save our, your life to our detriment, but we believe it's our duty to educate people because we understand we have a massive platform and a lot of young boys are looking up to us and there's a lot we can teach. And also your word is your duty. I have said I'm not going to quit. I have said I'm going to keep talking. If I say something, I do it. So your word immediately becomes your duty. Never break your word and never go back on what you said. If you want to be charismatic, like I said earlier, you need to have honor, doing what's right because it's your duty. You need to honor your word. You need to be reliable, dependable, and loyal, and never stab anybody in the back. You also need to work on being likable. And that doesn't mean being a bitch. doesn't mean being, being a cuck. It means doing the things we were saying earlier about exuding honor and bravery, etc. But being likable is a superpower. You need to work on yourself in all realms. Yes, your physical capability. Yes, your financial resource. Yes, your network. Yes, you need to have stories. You need to be charismatic. But you need to be likable as a person. There has to be losers for there to be winners. And I have no problem with there being losers on earth because I'm going to sit here and perpetually win. And if you are too lazy to go to the gym and become a man of genuine fortitude, when people look at my body, they know I'm a disciplined, motivated person. It's impossible to have a body like mine without being those things. If you want people to look at you and think you're lazy and stupid, because that's what they think of fat people, unfortunately, then you're going to have to sit there and just accept it and think, I don't care enough about people thinking I'm lazy to get up and do anything about it. Then stay fat. Women will think you're lazy. I'll think you're lazy. Everyone you interact with for the rest of your life will think you're lazy. And that's fine.